Welcome to the One Season or Another podcast with your hosts, Skyla and Tell. Here we'll talk about faith, family, our careers, and our adventures as a young married couple. This episode is brought to you by the Mad Hatter Partying Event Rentals in Southwest Colorado. Welcome to episode two. I'm your host, Tell, and that's is your co-host, Skyla Hamilton. And this, uh, after some minor technical difficulties, is officially our first of the weekly podcasts. Um, we got through some learning phases with how to set up podcast, Hallelujah for YouTube. Which is a lot more complicated than what we thought it was going to be. A lot more time consuming too. Just learning, learning everything. But so yes, we're back. Um, and it's been a it's been a crazy week or month for us. January's been crazy. Yeah, we're recording it's like January twenty seventh, I think, and of that, yes. Skyla's been traveling. We had our first being away from each other since we've got married. Yeah, it was very interesting. So I had a full bed to myself, that wasn't too bad. Well you had two dogs, so But you were gone. Yes, I was gone for three days. I took a group of 24 students and two chaperones to Denver National Western Stock Show, located in Denver, Colorado, and it was a very interesting trip, mm-hmm. to say the least. Mine, everyone. That's where we met, was the National Western. Across the alpaca pin. We got the best 16 days of best January. 16 days of January. Yeah, and you took... How many kids up to 24? Yeah, 24. What did you guys do? Um, well, the first day we went to Shields, and if you've ever been to a Shields, it's amazing. I rode the Ferris wheel with one of my students, so that was funny. That was fun. But um, it's like a gigantic Bass Pro Cabela's store. But Hobby it has Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Sports Authority. Truly is like the best store. Um has at, everything. At the, I believe Utah is where they're from, but yeah, yeah. If you're also ever looking for a used shotgun or rifle, they have a pretty awesome consignment section. They have a really good hunting section and fly fishing section. What's cool is like the Colorado. Where's that one? Springs. Yeah. Uh, our local chiropractors on their wall in a giant picture for one of the Sika advertisements. Really? Yeah. Gold Kiviok. That's pretty cool, isn't it? realized that was him took kids to shills and then oh yes and then we got to our hotel and we realized there was no actual pool it was just this hot tub that ruins a high school trip though it does for them they but don't you worry they uh made they wreaked havoc basically (laughs) in this poor hot tub and they were they were acting crazy and i just sat there reading a book Hmm. The tomb stock show. Anyway, yeah. Survived, survived so, the night. Yeah, so we survived the night, got up, we went to the Denver National Western Stock Show. Um, it's a gigantic place now. Huge. If you've never been, it's a cool it's a cool deal in January and there's rodeos, there's livestock shows, there's everything. Everything Well they have those new three buildings on located at National Western that CSU partnered with and now it's the spur campus is like they can watch live surgeries for yeah, animals vet, vet stuff yeah so but it's only dogs and cats oh. and then they have like a horse rehabilitation center 
And then the building right next to it is the hydro, and it talks about, like, water conservation. The stairs look like water, wait, like waves That's going cool. up. It yeah, is. I haven't seen it. I, I was there beforehand. I got tour of the, the yeah. state officer housing, but that was it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Inspert, located on, like, the very top floor that's where the state officers live and my girl that's running for a state office she got to see their headquarters so it made her even more exciting stock show's a good time and then you guys you toured a dairy after because really i mean when you're at stock show it's it's the fun event of the year for your members kids get to just run around and they get to meet all kinds of kids i'm sure there was members from all over the country not just showing, but hanging out. You guys oh, were there yeah. on FFA day, weren't you? Yeah, so there was, like, people from Wyoming. There was 4-H kids there. But there's one more building, and it's a gigantic greenhouse. And oh. that is, like, the main attraction for, for Sky- students. That's Skylo's main attraction. Yes, but for students. They were super involved, and they got to look at all these cool things. and Like what? What cool things? Cool plants. It was just, it was, you just had to be in there. Scott was, our house looks like a mini greenhouse, so I'm sure really she was the one tugging her students along saying, come look. Come look I don't know, I would have been excited for her because I have a fascination with his dairies. You guys went to a super unique dairy is what I call yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so it's called Dairy Tech, and they are wonderful people. Oh, my goodness. I was so thankful that... We were able to be their first ever tour. Where are they at? Oh, you guys were their first tour? Yeah, we were their first That's one. Cool. Um, So, thank you so much, Dairy Tech. But they make artificial colostrum, which is, like, the very first, like, milk that baby cows get. Or, sorry, baby calves get. And it's important because... Because it has all those, like, antibodies and nutrients that they need to survive. So, like, human babies were already born with those because we feed off of our mothers. But as soon as they're born, they need that. And so, what this vet... So, the guy that started the company was a vet at a dairy. And one in five calves, dairy calves, were dying. So, that's, like, pretty... Pretty it's, hard bad. On, it's hard on your bottom line. Yeah. You're breeding the, the next generation of dairy cows. Yeah. And if you're losing one of five. It, it was pretty bad. And so he was like, we need to start back to, like, go back in time necessarily and see, like, what is happening. And so he was doing all these experiments and realized that if he feeds more colostrum, they have a better chance of surviving and so now that this company makes artificial colostrum and they make different technologies that benefits dairies but now it's like one in like 35 i think dairy calves dying something like that but it's it's improved significantly was that Greeley? windsor oh windsor yeah it was in windsor and it they're how like they're um, building was shaped like a barn. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah shaped so. like a barn. It was every white girl's barn dominium dream. Scott was sending me pictures like, we should build our house like this. Well, their staircases are super st- cool. Yeah. It reminded me, actually, you see a lot of, like, hunting outfits back east, especially, like, the big duck outfits. Like, it's such a stereotypical thing now to build barnuminiums for large, like, not just commercial, but residential and, like, the mixed-use places. Like, all the outfitters I follow... 
that are building like new spots for their hunters have these like yeah very grand barnuminiums i mean they're pretty cheap to build too cheaper cheap enough to build and i think in the hunting world it's because you can put some they're all big squares you can put mounts on all the walls i mean but dairy tech it's kind of fitting it is and it's super it was it was super well done yeah they were super cool and they serve everywhere in the united states and 38 countries so that's super cool lots of lots of science behind it. it's definitely a cool yeah. innovation and i love dairies when i was living with my state office team in kersey, kersey we like yeah. live next to a dairy it was the krebs dairy and they had one of the three i think water wheel turntables in america still actively used on the dairy so their cows were spinning on top of water while they're getting milked should have went to that yeah but we didn't we were like there they gave us a whole bunch of free stuff which was really cool very big blessing the, the coffee cup with the udders yeah it has udders but then we had to come home because we had a nine hour drive back only what one car sick kid oh my goodness and it was right on top of wolf creek pass which if you don't know in colorado that's the kind of pass that separates the central valley of colorado and the western slope and if you're a if you're a slopey like myself and have grown up especially in the oh southwest you come out of pagosa wolf creek it, it looks humongous it's actually a pretty moderate pass anymore it's pretty easy to go over right but it's a it'll if you're a car sick person like me it gets you it does well he was sitting in the back of the bus and i was like hey why don't you come and sit closer to us and he was like eh, no i'm okay and i was like okay as soon as we get into Bogosa, he runs up sits right next to me and he was like i don't feel good and i tried getting the trash can but it was glued to the floor so i had to get the bag and i threw it at him oh my goodness it was did he puke yes he did all in the trash bag and then outside the bus and then he puked again right when we were turning into the school well, at least he saved it for the home route. Yeah. That was me as a kid. I was always one puking on the buses. I think I puked on every baseball trip we took in high school. Yeah. It was it was horrible, but that's okay. No. You've had a pretty busy January. Busy in an aspect. Work work has been crazy, but we tried duck hunting a little bit at the end. Ducks have been... If you listen to in or talk to anyone in the waterfowl world, it sucks this year. How about you check check in on your waterfowl friends? Check in on your waterfowl friends. We're not doing okay. Actually, we have a friend in town. Her uncle runs a nice big outfit in Wyoming and Nebraska, Wyoming, Nebraska. Check them out. Uh, not a sponsored plug yet. We would love to. But uh, they said that their their goose numbers are down, and everyone I've talked to, uh, I mean, they're shooting now, just now starting to shoot a lot of mallards in places. So it's it's been rough. Hallelujah. We're going to go to Mexico here soon and shoot more because... Which I'm very, very we're, excited we're for. We're longing for birds. <laughs> We've killed. We had a decent start to the season, but it was not. Not like last year. Not like last year. We scratched off, the, scratched off one more for the waterfowl slam. So I'm at like 23 or 24 now. You count. And what did you shoot? Shot a wood duck. And mm-hmm. Skyla's at three, four, four. Got her goose. Five, most, five, five, including my goose. Got her goose, and her Canadian goose, her greater Canadian goose, and the most un, uh, non-stereotypical way of hunting. Driving down the road after hunting in the morning and not shooting anything. Right. And then proceeding to walk down to the lake after spotting a goose off the road. 
falling down rocks, shooting, missing twice. I did not miss twice. Missed once at least. I, I would say it's the most athletic thing Skyla's ever done is catching a shell from like 50 yards away when I threw it to her. This is true. Oh, well, we'll need to put, we need to post that video on the page because mom, our mom was in the truck with us videotaping, laughing as Skyla and me hiked down to this pond, or the lake edge. And, and so I can shoot this goose. Got it though. I did get it. So and I got mem- a... Memories made. Yeah. Good thing um, I'm a waiter. We're, we're going to breakfast. And we have, luckily enough we have my waiters in the back of the truck. This is true. No, I think... Yeah, I'm at five. Five. Yeah, because I've shot a green wing, a blue wing, teal. Shot a mallard. And then the one when we were at the wetlands. Oh, your your scop. Yeah, then I shot that one. And then my goose. Goose. Those don't know, no. So, the world of waterfowl in North America, we hunt for 42 different subspecies and species of waterfowl, including geese and ducks. Uh, and it's, I don't think there's even a, like, you don't get anything if you do it, just the recognition and self recognition more than anything. But uh, it's kind of the dream to kill all 42. Um, if you're a big guy like me, I want to harvest all 42, but actually 82, 84, because I want male and female. There we go. But Sky was on our early hunt, and yes, <laughs> I'm on my long begotten hunt of chasing after him. That's actually the big reason we're going to Mexico is to uh, chase the elusive cinnamon teal. Yeah, and they're super pretty. See, those things are ugly. See, I think they're pretty. They're definitely, they got weird little beady eyes. Yeah, but they, they're pretty, like, red color. Yeah, like, good copper. Yeah. I'm really excited for Mexico. Cannot wait. It'll be fun. We, uh, unfortunate things, we leave the day of SCI, so we leave the day of our local SCI banquet, which I'm a board member on. Um, yep. And we try hard not to miss those things, but everyone's pretty gracious to allow for a, a honeymoon. Right. Well, we only get one. Yeah. And I was going with or without you. <laughs> and take, take Mary down there with you. Yeah. But no, it'll be fun. Um, if anyone has ever been to Mazlan, let us know um, what you like to do. We've already got. Not only is the hunting going to be cool, but the food. Super interesting. Uh, Mazlan is the largest importer of seafood in Mexico, and they have the largest uh, port for seafood and guys that are going out catching it. So that'll be cool. Lots of seafood. There's a huge Japanese restaurant culture there, Italian. Um, It's definitely like the Miami or one of the big tourist towns of Mexico. So very cool inside Miami. But it'll be a good time. Talked to a couple guys that went and done it. Um, we're headed down there with Ramsey Russell of Get Ducks. and Yeah. It'll be a good time. Scott's never been out country. No, I haven't. So this will be my first time. This is Tell's second time. Second. First time hunting. I think hunting out of country is a, going to be a unique experience. Um, I've I've never even hunted out of state yet. Um, well, no, I take it back. I found it in Texas. Yeah. But, yeah. Going out of country to hunt. Um, Luckily enough family's done it before no one's i've i know a couple guys have went to mexico to hunt got on our board went to obergon yeah. mm-hmm. shot brants but it'll be it'll be a unique experience nice part is well, ours is uh laid back it is very laid back we also get to see like a large aquarium there too yeah one of the largest aquariums in mexico two of the largest aquariums and scott's a big aquarium person yeah i'm really excited for it it'll be cool it looks cool from like the pictures looks cool the the town of mazatlan looks very 
interesting. Like, Beautiful. Uh, well, I was reading, like, there's a big blue line marked on the roads and sidewalks. Like, if you follow that line on foot, you get a self-guided tour of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone I've ever thought, biggest thing, is it sounds super safe. Uh, if you listen to any of the guys talk about it, they say it's safer than most of their hometowns. Yeah, so. it's really safe. Also, when where we're hunting, we're leaving the town of Mazlan and going, like, on the outskirts. Yeah, going north, I think, about an hour. We're hunting... It's, it's interesting, so we're hunting brackish water, or just adjacent to brackish water areas. Mm-hmm. Brackish is where salt water and fresh water meet. Um, and what's cool about where we're going, so if anyone's ever duck hunted, or hunted in general in America especially, like, what time we get up to go duck hunting? Four. Like four. Yeah, we're, we're in the blind, set up, waiting another hour before shooting light. In Mexico, yeah. we get there like an hour after, um, and it's because the birds are watering. It's going to be like 80 degrees, and we're going to be in shorts when I think the coldest day we hunted this year. I hunted a solo day of like 10. Yeah. So it'll be interesting for sure. Not taking our own guns, which I'm no. I'm upset about, but I'm also happy about because I don't want to deal with the hecticness of trying to get a gun into Mexico. Right. But we're shooting Benelli's. I'm a diehard Browning guy. I'm excited to shoot Benelli's, though. And we're shooting the, I think it's a Super Sport, so... Nice carbon fiber light shotguns. Decided, you know, if they have a 20 gauge, I'll probably just want to shoot a 20 gauge because that is better for our taxidermists. Right, because we are getting them mounted. Because no. we got to reminisce our <laughs> reminisce. honeymoon. Yeah. Collect the four. Collect the four too. I mean, if you're going to do it and you can afford to do taxidermy, waterfowl taxidermy is not that cheap. Um, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it, uh, it's still, it, you know, collecting for the memories. And it'll be cool. Um, I've talked to quite a few taxidermists. Got a lot of ideas. That's that's a unique part about getting birds across the country lines. Yeah, we have cooler backpacks that we got to load birds in, freeze them, put them in the coolers, and then journey on. Journey, home. yeah, journey <laughs> in an airport. That'll be unique. Going in an airport with bags full of dead ducks. It will be interesting. Totally illegal, toe tagged and everything. But yeah, shout out to Cordova for. Uh, Allowing us to have some cooler backpacks. I, you know, don't know how we're gonna freeze them super well. Hopefully that the outfitters will help us with that. But that'll yeah. be, you know, I'm sure TSA dogs gonna have a heyday with that. Yeah, they're gonna wanna like play with it. <laughs> but luckily, if we're going with the guy, I'm sure if we're wrong about any of this, he'll set it, had it set us straight, help us get figured out. Yeah. And it'll be it'll be good. I mean, you know, our my parents and brother and. Cousin, I'll just bring him stuff from Mexico or Africa back here soon. So, if there's a will, there's a way. And one of those things, it's a, it's commodity to these countries. So they know if they can get it back to the country, they're gonna get more money. Right. But, but I'm really excited for it. I've been counting down the days, but I have like one more big event before. Well, I have two big events before we go on vacation, and it's pretty interesting. FFA week is coming up, and we're planning that. And then we also have Parley, Parliamentary Procedure, and Quiz Bowl competition at the district level, right, like, two days before we fly out. Mm-hmm. And then parent-teacher conferences. <laughs> yeah, Scott's first parent-teacher <laughs> conference. Second. Second. My second. First semester, or this semester, yeah. Yeah. Be a good time, and yeah, we'll be prepping for banquet and closing countless deals. Uh, real estate. I don't even know, at this point, six put another one on our contract yesterday and just yeah it's been a it's been a crazy real estate industry which has been 
I don't know how the sentiment is across the markets U.S. wise, but it's the best January we've ever seen. It's better than your 2023. That's for yeah. Sure. So we actually figured it up today, and we're we're less than a million off of our total for last year already. Yeah. In gross sales, so been rocking and rolling with that, and had some hard oh, stuff. Setson got it through his like first full complete transaction by himself. It was just mayhem. So yeah, it's been been good. It has been. Yeah. Well, that's one thing. Been been blessed. Had some other things in life. Uh, we had a we've had a lot of good friends have like some crazy medical emergencies lately, and yeah, I will say it's it's uh, cool to see us as a group of community come together um, because of that. And yeah, we uh, we've been house sitting for a little bit, taking care of some some our preacher's cat yeah. cats. Yeah, but, and we learned that white chicken chili is friendly to almost every single like allergy out food allergy out there just don't be vegan don't <laughs> yeah. be vegan it'll be fine it'll be okay but we uh yeah our church because of our church family and that setup we've been fortunate enough to see a lot of caring through them and yeah also got because of the church got me into frisbee or disc golf sorry disc golf my played with the my frisbee. new friend uh friends invited me to come play disc golf i played golf as a kid but disc golf's a little different first throw out of the box smoked a car nice so if you own a red toyota tacoma in cortez colorado i apologize for the dent on your roof <laughs> and then did you almost hit a goose too wow ah, that's that might have been more intentional goose season was on <laughs> hit a pit hit a giant pit that the county or city's working on had a gently i guess stuck in a tree i was this is true very like it's december or january there's no way there's gonna be much foliage around to catch nope good thing our buddy ethan's kind of like a monkey and just climbed on up i was throwing a water ball at it but he just climbed up and kicked it out and we there we go continue and i ultra competitively lost by like 10 strokes i guess they call them strokes and disc golf that's weird 10 throws that makes no sense Ten i'm still so confused about it but i'm not very athletic so no you almost broke up with me on our second date of golfing it was, like, the first summer that I moved down here, so it was, we were together for a year. I wouldn't, you, you weren't moved in, but yeah, it was a, you did not like that day. No, I did not. It was not a fun time. I had a ball. Not a fun time for me. That was right before I moved to Oklahoma. No, that was after, that was my, after my first year. Yeah. So. In the good old well. Yeah. Which we haven't been back to since. May. Oh. It's going to be like a year. Yep. Which is okay. We'll visit it. That's the... No one talks about when you're our age. All you do is go to weddings. We have yeah. now five weddings we've been invited to. Four. 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 Attending four, for sure. Yeah. And there's only one around here, right? We've yes, the other ones are... Texas, Texas, and... Where's the other one? There's two here, sorry. No, oh, yes. Yeah, there's two well, here Durango, in Durango. Durango so same place. Away. They are the same place. So that's nice. The Riverbend Ranch. And then the other two are in Texas, but about seven hours apart. <laughs> Me in Texas for days. Yes. But we'll stop by Goodwill, Oklahoma on the second one. We'll stop by Brahms and HTO. 
Yeah, that is definite, definitely on our checklist. It's actually the the weddings are second to the uh, HTO run. Oh yeah, I've been I follow them on Instagram, so they've been popping up on all of my feed so far because they've came up with new drinks and combinations. So it's just it slowly breaks my heart. I'm like oh, we should start an HTO here. Best thing to come out of Oklahoma since Turnpike. They came out of Texas. Out of Texas? Yes. Oh. Well, Brahms. Sorry, Brahms, Brahms is out of, is out of That's Oklahoma. the best thing to come out of Oklahoma since Turnpike. Um, Reba came out of Oklahoma. Yeah, but since. Turnpike came out after. Oh, uh, okay. I got vibing. you. Since. But they are. Since. If you're ever in the Oklahoma, Texas panhandle area, and you can stop by either a Brahms or an HTO, back to the whole dairy thing, the Brahms. Yeah, dairy. I mean, Brahms owns a huge dairy their sure. own dairy and their ice cream is fresh because it has to be within a day shipping of their stores yeah but or of their dairy what's that was it the lemon blueberry think the it lemon blueberry so ice cream gross. so good but their chocolate shakes are delicious so any like rural oklahoma kid or texas kid i guarantee you'll be like yes brahms is the best hdo the best the best we should have a friend that his dad was security for brahms's dairy which is weird. Well, biosecurity's a thing. This is true. But yes, go if you got a chance to go to Brahms. I will argue it over almost any other ice cream. Maybe uh, what's Bluebell? Bluebell, which is Texas. Bluebell is very delicious, but they different, don't come up here. Different kinds of ice cream. Yeah. Different different kinds. Yeah. There's Bluebell. You can somehow sneak it on the Eastern Plains or something, and then Sears Texas and Far- or Durango. He. He, he goes and gets it. Yeah, he goes down to Texas to get it. Yeah, where I grew up, they I was like, oh, this is just a thing. And then I came up here and I was like, this is not a thing up here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so delicious. Like their two-step, cookie dough two-step, that is delicious. So, we're big ice cream people, ice cream fans, connoisseurs, connoisseurs. If, if you will. I don't think we're quite connoisseurs. Maybe a Brahms specifically. A Brahms and Bluebell. <laughs> Bluebell. Well, Hagen Dazs to mix it up. Uh, that one's all I right. like the ones with the chocolate on top. Yeah. You like breakthrough. I mean, it's all right. It's not Brahms by all means. But, but it's okay. Looking out, we've got. Uh, like I said, we got a couple. Got a couple school things going on, and then work got the the fun work showing houses should have housed it till sheep lived inside of it and then you showed a house the other day and i got peed on by a dog we did scarlet was brave enough to go with me on a showing never again and i asked her to entertain the dog while i was walking around videotaping some clients and i hear a squeak and it's i got peed on that's because i did this dog full on lifted up his leg peed on my shoe Luckily, the clients were like some of my favorite people laughing their heads up. There's that house was interesting. Had I honestly lost count of cats. It was horrible. We almost like took home a cat. It was no, in your. We almost cut a cat part with a truck. Yeah. That is one thing. If you uh, don't know about winter and animals, oh. especially a nice warm truck interior uh, and engine compartment, they like those. There's they been many cats that have met their demise by getting chopped up by a fan yeah but we were like 
hitting it, like hitting the truck, trying to get this cat out. <laughs> it was, he got out. He I think Skylar coaxed him in there to bring him home. No. She needed a... There was a little kitten that was super cute. But we have cats. how many cats I nah. Like 30? I think I almost lost one today. I scared one of the Tomcats off the top of one of the kittens and he was like chewing on him. Ew. Yeah, he was like attacking him. I think he's attacking sad. him. It looked like he's attacking him at least. That's sad. And then he sat out there like if you've ever listened or read or any of the um, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, that cat just sits there and glares at him. That uh-huh. is how I felt. I think like, he just <laughs> sat there and I was like glaring yeah. at you? I was like uncomfy. I was waiting for him to Come. take revenge. Hit the break into our house. <laughs> and break into our house and what's that cat's name? Did you listen to that with me? No. Oh, we listened on the way to Texas last time. Yeah, Pet but, Cemetery. I'm a big Stephen King fan, but that you one You are. But the, the last time we last Stephen King novel that we listened to was The Shining. Hmm. Which is actually a very good book. Highly recommended. The movie sucks. The movie the does old suck. one with what's his name? You know it's like revered as a classic with a oh I, I forgot what his name is. That. But he's not very, like, it's not a very good it's movie. It's just, if you, if you know anything about Stephen King, is he's so detailed, so yes. over-detailed, which makes his books great, that so much is, with any book, but so much is lost in the movies. Yeah. It's like... It doesn't, like, you don't see that third party, like the... How the characters are thinking. What is that called? Oh yeah, the, the, you can't see the foreshadowing. The, the foreshadowing, the inner thoughts of the character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a good point. But big fan. That's how. But we have we have a Stephen King cat. It feels like the thing just glared after I saved the poor kitten's life and watched me get into the truck. I was like, <laughs> turn around, make sure it wasn't following me. He's gonna haunt you in your sleep. Mm. He does. <laughs> he does. That's he does. funny. Is there? Oh, let's see. We've got SCI banquet, which like I said we're not attending, but we'll be setting up for. It's one of my favorite parts of the year is getting that set up, putting the mounts in. We uh, we didn't go to Dallas or Nashville this year for SCI or yeah. DSCI, so we we missed out on that fun stuff. But we'll get to our we'll get to all the hard work of the prep for our banquet, and then then we'll leave. <laughs> six o'clock in the morning, the day before, jump on a yeah. flight to Mexico, but. That'll be a good time. We're actually, if you happen to be around, uh, Stetson and I have a live auction hunt. We're going to put in with a waterfowl hunt next year so you could come hunt with your favorite podcast co-host. Oh, my goodness. Skylar might join. Maybe. Need, might Maybe. need a good bird dog. Oh, my goodness. So she's got waders. Stetson doesn't have waders, so you, someone helped me put decoys out. Uh, you also have waders, so. <laughs> Mini hands make light work. Oh, my goodness. But have that we'll have that and that'll be a fun deal to watch and see how that one performs yeah we got a couple cool hunts on there we got our continuous sturgeon deal of always having a good sturgeon fishing trip yeah which is cool that our friend hank loved and bullied me to make sure it was there still <laughs> yep 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 but, is there any other school stuff coming up for you? Is there anything outside of school? What are you doing outside of school besides hanging out with me? That's pretty much it. <laughs> and yeah. then our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Live a very boring life. You're in the wet. You're, you're in the wedding of one of the weddings we're in. You're yes. A, what do you call it? Co? Are you co-maid of honor? No. You're just. I'm just a bridesmaid. Just a one of two. Yes. Fifty percent. 
50%. Yeah, 50 shot of being made of honor and missed out. That's okay. But, that, yeah, you'll get to do that. And I'm in the other one of the other weddings. Yeah. We have a very busy summer, for sure. Very busy. Gonna go sneak away, like, two weeks after our honeymoon with Stetson to Texas. Try to shoot some javelinas. And that guy said he's gonna take us uh, catfishing, so. That's cool. I get to go back to teaching. Yeah. Then you get your summer off. You get a summer off. I don't. <laughs> yeah, fair. Would you say you're taking over the the fair sale? No, I'm just helping out with it. But no, I have my extended contract. So, ag teachers, we are usually on like an eleventh month contract. So I get to work twenty an extra twenty four days doing SAE visits. So you're like, you have summers off, but I don't. Partially. Not really. Part twenty four days out of three months is pretty light. Two months. It's like full two months. Two months and a couple days. But, but nothing. Stay tuned for the busy summer. The busy summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of work. And mm-hmm. I think maybe next next week we'll see if we can get some, a guest on. So you don't have to listen to us drown on all the time. Exactly. But as always, episode brought to you by the Mad Hatter event and party rental company. Yes. And beer trailer. Yes. Which was at our wedding. We'll post pictures of it. It was pretty rad. It was pretty big rad. Big hit. It's a big hit. People love it. People do. And then we will catch you all on the next podcast next week.